Southeast Iowa Today with John Bain is brought to you by these great sponsors. Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. McDonald Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, for all of your farm equipment and auto recycling needs. Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. They've got a trailer for anything you need a trailer for, and they fix what they sell and don't in their full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops. I'm John Bain author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, going to go to Watch Here, Iowa for some behind-the-scenes uh, conversation at the Harness Racing event, and I will be talking to owner, trainer, and driver, Corey Larson. Corey, thanks for being on Southeast Iowa today. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Now, you're an interesting guy. You you have a career not only are you a a driver an owner and a trainer of these fine animals these horses you also have another career yeah so then my uh full-time job or my actual job would be shoeing horses i'm a farrier so then i uh shoe horses for some people that we race with and other race horses and then all the way to your show horses to barrel horses and then all the way down to pasture pets mini ponies and donkeys that people want to make look good <laughs> wow now when you were a kid how did you decide this is what i want to do when i grow up so actually the year i was born was the first year that my dad started racing horses and my dad is a second generation farrier okay horses so then i grew up doing this grew up going in the truck with him we didn't go to daycare it was go with dad and sit in the truck and follow him around that's the best daycare that could be <laughs> exactly so that it was just ingrained in me, and I, was, I love it, and I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. Wow. And where, where are you from? Uh, so originally, I grew up by Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. And then uh, went to college at Iowa State, met my wife, and then we now have a farm in Marshalltown, Iowa. Wow. In some from. ways, you're a real-life pioneer. Yeah, kind of. It's like we're starting over at a new place. But some of that was is the, the breeding program. They got the horses have to foal in Iowa, so we wanted a farm in Iowa. I'll be darned. And then uh, Marshalltown's about halfway between most of the tracks that we race at, and we found ourselves a good farm, and that's where we decided to live. Now, who is this fine uh, horse right this here? This is one of our two-year-old fillies. Her name is Mark Rain. She's uh, did pretty good this year. She seems to get consistent checks in the A, and that's what we hope for. Now, explain to uh, some of us folks that don't understand what you just said. Uh, so we have different divisions. We have A division and a B division that you can race in. And okay. And you pick where you want to go. Obviously, the A are better horses. The B are the not-so-better horses. And so she's an A. Yeah, and then we pay out first through fifth, and it's on a percentage basis. And then so as long as you keep getting checks, you keep making money every week. All right. <laughs> so how do you make sure she stays in that bracket? Uh, I mean, without, you know, telling your secrets, of but, course. I mean, I don't know if there is much secret. I mean, uh, most horses either have talent, and it's just about not ruining them. Make sure they don't go sore, they don't get lame, they don't have a bad attitude, keeping them healthy, and just helping them reach their potential. Well, how do you um, figure out or how do you develop that talent? 
Uh, it takes a lot of years of experience and learning from other people, listening to the older generation tell you what to look for. You mean you actually listen to old people? <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to. Uh, sometimes you make a combination of it, and then, you know, the new ways you try and change some things. But sometimes going back to the old ways works just as good. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, what, what do you find, besides the fact that it's just a beautiful animal to be with, what draws you to stay in the, into racing? Um, the biggest draw is the adrenaline rush that you get. So when you're out there racing, doesn't matter if you're up racing to win, that's always the best. But if you're just in a close race and you're like, I don't know who got to the wire first, but we were all right there. And it's uh -huh. that adrenaline rush. And then like here in Iowa, these three are actually all foals that we raised. So they were all born at our farm. And then to watch them go from knowing nothing to being a racehorse is very satisfying. No, so it's, it's all about the adrenaline and the satisfaction that keeps you going forward. Now, you said you're married. Yep. Does your wife uh, participate in the yep. business? My wife helps in jogs and stuff at home. And uh, she used to help in the barn a lot more, but now we got a little one and a half year old daughter. So okay. that's kind of changed our dynamic a little bit. She takes a lot, but. Our daughter comes out to the barn and runs around and plays, and she enjoys it. They'll be here in another hour or so to come to the races. So that's uh, possible third generation. Uh, yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah. That sure be nice. That would be. <laughs> By that time, you'll be an old guy. Yeah, I'll be old. Right? And she'll have to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if she's going to listen much. Right, right. right. Uh, well, so today... Um, Will you personally, you'll be driving all, all three of these yep. horses. Yep. So how many, how many races will they participate in today? Uh, each horse participates in one race per day. Okay. That's the way uh, we're set up in today's, you know, uh, 20, 20 years ago, they used to race two races a day, okay. but now there's getting to be enough horses and, uh, the demand and the stress that it puts on we usually just race them once a day and they usually race once a week okay you know like next weekend we come back to watch your next weekend to race again and just kind of once a week racing and okay now i heard there's going to be a big purses today that this is like a or this weekend like it's a, because we're in labor day weekend is there um, something to do with that or how did it add up that way is it because other races didn't happen um kind of there's so we have uh what we're racing today is called the Iowa Registered Series Division, and that we allocate so much money for. So the purse money today is $7,000 a race. And then we have other races that we hold, we call them overnight races, and they're $1,000 purse money. Okay. But now, like tomorrow, they're going to race for almost ten grand because they had two rainouts. Gotcha. So then the money gets carried forward, and the purse will be almost 10000 okay. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it can be. If you win, it's yeah. a good paycheck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> of course, it's a lot of money to take care of these horses yes. and, and do everything. Yes, so. the, the cost to take care of them adds up, and that's always kind of fixed slash variable. But but it, you just hope in the end you pay all your bills and make a little money, and it's a fun hobby. There you that's go. Them. If you go fishing, you just lose money. But <laughs> That's true. That is true. And lures. <laughs> yeah, lure. Now, um, do you have any rivalries? Um, yes and no. Uh, there's generally people that you're like, hey, me and him are buddies. And then there's other people you're like, it doesn't matter. We just want to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> and they feel the same way about they you. They feel the same way about me. They're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We just want to beat them. And it might be going for fifth versus sixth, but it's like, doesn't matter. My horse beats yours. There you go. <laughs> and then I got a question. Does that... Um, competition carry on into other forms like okay uh this didn't go the way i wanted on the track but 
I'm going to get my trailer out first off the uh, fairgrounds or, or I'm going to get in line first or I'm going to do this. Does that ever happen? No, not, not terrible unless people are really mad at each other. <laughs> Generally, for the most part, around here, it's pretty good. On the track is on the track and off the track, everybody's pretty cordial and talks to each other and it, it's all fine. That's cool. Well, yeah. I am looking forward to uh, to this today. Good. When I was first told about it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I got to be here. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good time and I think it costs five bucks to get into the grandstands and you get a program, pick a winner and a pick 10. If you can pick all 10, you get 1500 bucks. Wow. And then here here they do a they call it a progressive pick ten. So then however many horses you pick right for the day, they add that up and then they keep doing that every time we come and then at the end of the year they pay out the money too. Awesome. So that works good for the people who want to come and watch it. Yeah, it does. Well that that sounds like fun. Thank you so much for getting me uh acclimated to to the sport and to for our audience as well. Yeah. And I wish you all the best today. Thank you much. It's great for having me. As you can tell, Corey is a great individual. He's got a great future ahead of him. Thanks for talking and visiting with us, Corey. And thanks to our sponsors, Grinder Auto Body, Car Doctor, Wayland State Bank, Girling Repair, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, McDonald Boneyard, B&B Propane, and the family of Jet Stops. I'm your host, John Bain. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.